Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. I hope everybody is doing the best they can to keep their spirits high through this quarantine period. Uh, very, very strange time in uh, our history. It is. Right? It is. Uh, this is one of those things that's going to be in the history books and we can look back when you know we're like 70 or 80 and tell our grandkids, our great-grandkids and say, yeah, I lived through that thing in the history books. You yeah, know, living through a pandemic. It's crazy. You know, I mean, nobody nobody ever thought this. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm just really praying for everybody's safety at this time. Uh, and just try to keep your <laughs> spirits up as best you can. Uh, and find innovative ways to reconnect with your significant others or your children or, or anybody. And also use this time to reach out to people that you haven't talked to in a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also... Uh, using this time to do things that you never have time to do mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. Um, that's something that I've been doing because I have a lot of things I put off because my everyday work seems to get put in front of that. Also, if I had children, my children would be put in front of that. So cleaning out that closet, donating those items you want to donate, um, reorganizing things. Unpacking your luggage. <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> um, just like... Just take advantage of the time and make the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I was saying, because I get stuck sometimes in this loop where I want to contact people that I haven't contacted in forever. Mm-hmm. And then now would be that time, right? A friend that you had in high school that you're like, man, I wonder how they're doing, you know, mm-hmm. or like a, a cousin or an aunt or something like that, you know, a distant relative that you once had a connection with and you're like, man, I feel like I've neglected that person in some way. Or they've been busy too. And or now you guys busy both too. have time to get that. Online class, then learn another language. Yeah, Nicole, learn another language. <laughs> oh that was a perfect time to you learn Spanish, Rosetta Stone, whatever it is that you're going to use to do that eventually one day. Never. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I really, I really hope everybody's making the best out of the situation that we're in, um, and you know, it'll get better, right? Uh, it'll get mm-hmm. better at some point, and we just got to stick it through. Um, I think just like really staying home and. Following the guidelines will help a lot. Um, I feel bad for Nicole because she is being as strict as she can 
through this, right? She hasn't gone to her parents' house in a few days and she just wants to stay isolated for their safety, mm-hmm. right? But then I have to go to work still. Uh, and then so I... With the public and I, yeah, he goes to, to people's houses and all that type of thing and you never know what you're walking into or emergency calls, so... Nicole's like, last night she told me, when you come home, you better shower. Don't touch me. Don't touch me <laughs> until you shower. You shower and you scrub, scrub, scrub hard <laughs> yes. and then you can come to bed. <laughs> yes. But luckily all my, you know, I leave all my equipment at uh, at the post where I'm working and so, and we disinfected everything after our shift and it really doesn't stay on cloth from what I understand and so, um, yeah, so we did our best to disinfect everything and Mm-hmm. And I feel great. And we use our proper, it's called PPE, personal protection equipment. It's just crazy because um, four years ago, three years ago, I was in the emergency room working and just how it would be now. Oh. Um, my life has taken a change to where I don't work in the ER. I was working night shifts and I was exhausted and I was working like four or five twelves a week being mandated. And that was before this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only imagine how short staffed they are now. If it's something that they needed me to go back and do, I would. But um, it's just crazy how I, I was working in schools prior to this, which schools are closed as far as the nursing goes. So it's weird to sit back and kind of watch not be doing that stuff but i talked to my friend um my best friend mariah yesterday and she's in the pediatric er and what they're doing is scary mm-hmm. it's just it's scary so thank you to everyone who's out there on the front line and you she literally gets one mask for 12 hour shift a mask is only good for 20 minutes you should not be going in and out of the patient's room with one mask so I'm just saying that it's it's they're they're putting their lives out there and they're not even being able to be protected. Not to bring the mood down, but it's like they're not allowed to even they're not protecting themselves. They can't protect themselves. They're allowed one mask per shift and yeah. it's handed out and it's locked up. It's not properly protected. It's coming yeah. down to do I wear a mask into this patient's room or is it better if I take my mask off because this mask is contaminated? Yeah, cross-contamination. Yes, yeah, with kids with cancer and st- things like that. So just please do what you can and stay home. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and, and I also, as I was I was thinking about this a lot yesterday and, and all the different things that come to light when this situation occurs. All non-essential staff are at home right now, right? Mm -hmm. So the people that are out working right now, law enforcement, first responders, even janitors, right? Because they're disinfecting, right? Mm -hmm. Nurses, um, truck drivers, people like that. that Those professions aren't paid a ton of money. Right. And they're the ones that are working right now. Mm -hmm. And that's not to shoot down, let's say, the people that get paid exorbitant amount of money. Let's Mm -hmm. say actors or NBA players, professional athletes, Mm -hmm. all those people. But they get paid all this money and now they're at home, right? Where Mm -hmm. Where is that pay for the people that are on the front lines right now Mm -hmm. risking their lives to help everybody and aren't getting their fair share uh, of... The middle class is doing a great job pretty much running. And they're the ones that are taking care of everybody. And they're not, I mean... I don't know. It, it, for me, I feel it right now because I think about that, like the chances of me getting you sick because I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that I want to get paid like millions of dollars or anything like that, but I just think fair wages for everybody, especially the essential staff right now. I mean, I think that's just fair. I'm just worried about it being transferred to my parents more than anything because they are, I mean, 50 and 49 may seem young, but it's 
It's scary. Okay, let's change the topic and <laughs> something more lighthearted. I feel like that's all we've been talking about and seeing right. on the news. So. Switching gears here. Yeah. What are we doing right now at home to stay busy and have fun while being cooped up? Right? Uh-huh. So if you guys didn't see, you should see. We made beer bread. Rather, Nicole made beer bread. I recorded her make beer bread, and I may have directed her a little bit. Oh but my gosh, I directed you. It was really good. And I was so surprised that with that little bit of ingredients, mm-hmm. you can make beer. What were the ingredients? All you need is flour. So three cups of flour, one fourth cup of uh, sugar. And butter is optional. And beer. A can of warm beer. I used Bush Light. It can be any. People are like, it doesn't matter what kind of beer. I would go with um, like a standard beer. I wouldn't go with any dark beer IPA or anything. Yeah. But I would say any light beer or any even like. Probably a standard light beer would be the best, yeah. I think. You know, yeah. To get that generic baseline flavor. Right. Because it wasn't very beery yeah so it was really good because i i mean i don't drink really. yeah also what we've been doing i remember the uh, a, f- a couple days ago i was off for four days in a row and and we went to nicole's parents house and we played a bunch of games we mm-hmm. played euchre we played marbles we played sequence we played um, what other game did we, we play kings crowns crowns and and we had a few drinks and it was it was a great time and mm-hmm. it was a nice you know just good family wholesome time together um, so, so that's good. Um, and like I, Nicole said, she's around the house doing things that she needs to do. Yeah. And then I'm starting a puzzle. Oh, yes. She's and, starting a puzzle. Um, I also started watching This Is Us and it's so sad. Um, and finding TV shows kind of at night helped me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's cool because Netflix and I feel like a bunch of, obviously, even with the movies and stuff, they're mm-hmm. releasing things a little bit faster because they know people are at home right. wanting to watch I started watch Little stuff. Fires Everywhere, but now I got to wait for every Wednesday for it to come out. That's and how's that going? I don't like waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, because we don't have cable. So I'm so used to being able to binge everything. Um, so now we have to wait. So it's a different feeling for me, but actually Vic did just get YouTube TV. Yes, I did. Cause I like, I like having that live access yeah, to, too. especially news for now, me. It's news yeah. uh, and I can get it right now before I'm not going to lie. What I would do was I would just, we have like three or four different emails. So I would just do the free mm-hmm. subscription. If it was something that I needed to watch that night, for example, Nicole really wanted to watch the bachelor. So I'd go get a free subscription right. for two weeks so we can watch the bachelor. But then I didn't need it after that. But now that we need to be in the know yeah i just put the news on in the background or i, I watch the news for a press conference <laughs> yeah i mean and that goes to show that getting the free subscription will eventually lead you to possibly buying the product yeah, it worked <laughs> we really loved it all four times we tested it <laughs> um well we have a very fun episode for you today yeah we have jared and ashley from the bachelor franchise um bachelor nation i think you guys say it was cool to have a couple on um i and, enjoy our couple talks yeah me too it's a really good time this and was short and sweet it was and they were a lot of fun mm-hmm. and and uh, i appreciate having them on and hope you guys enjoy hello 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 hey hey how's it going we're good. How are you? Good. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I am I am chewing through my uh, venison uh, jerky. Do you guys know what venison is? No. Uh, venison. <laughs> so deer. Really? Yeah. So deer. Nicole says. Okay. Let me let me just explain this real quick. What? 
Nicole, when I first moved up here, they all they eat is like deer steak and venison, like her family. And then uh-huh. she fed it to me without me knowing one night. And they're like, oh, so what do you think? Was that good? And I was like, I mean, yeah, it kind of it tasted a little different, but it was fine. People like, hunt around here. And so that's people make jerky and all that type of thing. It's not it's not weird <laughs> around here. But so. anyways, I, I get it. But I would also be very mad if somebody sneakily fed me deer. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> That's funny. Nicole, all, all Nicole eats is like birch and uh, what is it? Birch. Uh, yeah, aren't you on like on the only eat wood diet type oh, thing? shut up. <laughs> Anyways, Victor, quit being weird. <laughs> uh, I got the giggles. So Nicole and I, sometimes we have a hard time deciding what we're going to eat for dinner. And what's made it easier recently was every plate. So every plate is awesome because it does the meal planning, shopping, and prepping for you, taking the time-consuming guesswork out of cooking. And it's awesome because you never buy more ingredients than you need because every plate's recipes come with everything already pre-measured. Yeah, and even at regular price, every plate is up to 58% cheaper than other major meal kits out there, which is amazing. Yeah. So it's basically your meal is two ninety nine for three weeks, and that's like a cup of coffee yeah literally every plate dinners are cheaper alternative to takeout or delivery or even just grocery shopping honestly yeah it's pretty bizarre and it's nice that they come with the card um it's actually really fun to make and the ingredients are very simple which i found to love that more it wasn't like oh crap well, how do i use this it was all things i was super familiar with and i felt like I mean, I'm not trying to be a chef here and they're not trying to make me a chef, but it's fun to feel like, oh, I've never like sauteed um, apples in this barbecue sauce or in chicken stock. And for Victor, I was able to make some really cool meals that he's never had before. Yeah. So get three weeks of every plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code COCO3. Again, that's three weeks of every plate meals for only two ninety nine per meal. That's bizarre. By going to everyplate.com and entering code COCO3. That's 40% off each of your first three boxes and you save up to $72. Try it out and let us know. Okay, so let's start with, I guess you guys are like our, well, no, we had a couple bachelorette couples, but can you just give us a little recap on how you guys met so that way your listeners um, can catch up on that? Well, we met. we met in 2015 on Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. Um, it was, you know, it was a rocky, tumultuous start, but we were best friends pretty much since, well, a couple months into meeting. And, and then two and a half years after friendship, that's when things started to get romantic. You said two and a half years? Yeah, yeah. it's a friend oh, being nice, friends. Nice. So, and, and from what I understand, it was more like an off screen romance development, right? Yeah, we started dating off the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a long, convoluted story, but pretty much she started dating another guy. I uh, either was going to step up at the plate and do something about it or not do anything, and I did. And I did something, and luckily, Ashley was. Uh, still open to the idea of dating me well as a as a high <laughs> you know we have that same uh trouble sometimes the dog sorry barking. yeah sometimes she freaks out <laughs> it's totally fine um but as a a-list celebrity couple ourselves oh shut <laughs> up no but i found myself <laughs> i found myself kind of in that same predicament with nicole we were friends she had been seeing somebody else and then i had to step up to the plate and either it was either a yay or nay and kind of just like put all the chips out you know, on the table time, 
It's a tale as old as time, I tell you. Truly is. I always tell girls that like, if you want to know if your guy friend is into you, <laughs> all you got to do is get another boyfriend. That's, <laughs> that's good advice. <laughs> They'll either step in or they won't. So I'm telling you, that'll give you your answer real quick. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be the, the, the shoulder to cry on at any given moment. They'll be there for you. Yeah, Vic and I actually did talk about other our relationships to each other, which was kind of weird that I think about. Well, because we can never do now because I would just call. That would just be a an argument at no, the house. <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, it's weird to think that we really were just friends, friends. like straight friends. Mm -hmm. So where I would tell you, like, give you advice and yeah, stuff. Yeah, on relationships, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Far gone that. No, no we were the same way. <laughs> yeah, we were the same way, too. It was just... But it was weird. Yeah, I mean, everybody <laughs> thought it was awkward. a little weird. It was like we were dating without touching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And so what... So, Ashley, I'm, I'm going to start with you, Ashley. That's my sister's uh -huh. name, Ashley, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny. Ooh, um, great name. Yeah, yeah, great name. And what were you doing before any of this Bachelor stuff or, or Bachelor in Paradise? Or uh, what were you doing? What was life mm -hmm. for you like before that? And how, how what, what season was it? You were on season 19 of The Bachelor. So what were you doing before that? Um, I was in grad school a year before it. Um, I was studying broadcasting. And I had a six-month internship with the New York Jets. Oh, and that was basically what I did right before I got the call from um, from casting. Nice. What did your internship entail? A lot of video and a lot of like articles okay. about the team. Oh, yeah. okay. So a lot of press stuff. They, they, like a beat reporter, like a day, like a sports beat reporter. That sounds awesome, honestly. So would you have just continued that track? Where do you think you would have been had you not done the Bachelor? Just continued mm -hmm. that track and just like been a big time reporter. Uh, I mean, I'd hope that I'd be a big time <laughs> I definitely got a, a bigger following from doing the show than absolutely. anything I could ever yeah. imagine. Well, I mean, whatever track I was on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nobody nobody can plan that stuff, and it's just crazy how things happen. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. how about you, Jared? What, what were you up to before uh, the Bachelorette? Yeah, Bachelorette. Uh, I was managing two restaurants in Providence, Rhode Island. One was more fine dining. The other one was more of a tap house. And uh, it was a family-owned business, and I was doing that for a little while before going on the show. And I'd always worked in the hospitality industry and was born and raised Rhode Island. And I think at that point in my life, I was going to probably stay in Rhode Island. Um, didn't really see myself moving. And then a friend of, friend of mine nominated me to be on the show, and luckily I got a call and miraculously somehow got on the show and then here i am in west hollywood california with my wife ashley <laughs> who i met on bachelor in paradise yeah isn't that crazy to say out loud now do you do you guys sometimes pinch yourself and it's like i can't believe that this is the card that life dealt me mm -hmm. i Constantly. feel like we do that every day yeah i like try to remind ourselves every day how grateful we need to be and we are really and how um how unbelievable and weird and magical it's all been yeah uh, absolutely and i got a question for you jared you said rhode island right 
Yeah. Does the name Buddy Cianci does that does that ring yeah. a bell? Jared knows all about Buddy. Oh yeah, my god! Really? Because they had this amazing podcast. I think it was Gimlet Media. I don't oh, know. He knows all about it. It was true crime. Yes. <laughs> oh, I got so sucked, and that was when I was first starting to listen to podcasts, and I got so sucked in. And I was like, "This guy is ridiculous. It's crazy, and it's almost like it was fake." You know what I mean? How how good yeah. the podcast was. It was like this guy can't be real. No, he was very real, and people still love Buddy to this day. I remember when he went for re-election, and I think it was 2013 or 14, yep. um, that uh, he almost won. And it was because – so Buddy was very popular. Uh, I worked on a street called Federal Hill, and mm-hmm. he was very popular there. And he was friends with the owner of the restaurant, so he used to come in all the time. And uh, I have met him a few times, and it was just – I mean, you just, he was beloved. He'd walk in and people were like, buddy, buddy. And it's like, as a kid, you know, I remember him just, I remember hearing the name because he, he was the mayor that went to jail. Yeah. And, uh, and, but then he got his own, like he had a little segment on the news and it was like, uh, it was like five minutes with buddy or something like that. And he was always very gracious and nice towards me. And it's just a crazy, crazy story. Yeah. Is he dead now? No. Oh, you so caught, refer to him as <laughs> it was sounded past tense. I guess past tense in my yeah, life. Yeah, past tense in your experience. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe in a sense like past tense and like where he is in terms of like the mm-hmm. spotlight, right? So, but yeah, if anybody ever has a chance to to look him up or like listen to any of those podcasts, Buddy Cianci, very, very, and it's just so random, like. You're, you're, oh, it's fascinating. And and you're so Rhode Island. So is it because it's like the smallest state, right? So mm-hmm. is it that tiny? Like I know when you look at it on a map, it looks very tiny. But when you're there, is it like bigger than what you actually would imagine it would be? No. I mean, <laughs> you can get you can get from Connecticut to Massachusetts. Like you can get from the southern tip to the northern tip of Rhode Island in about forty five minutes an hour, depending. Oh wow! So I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty small, but. It's, you know, it's That's still a small a, wonder. It's, you know, there's a million people in the state, so it's certainly not tiny. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, like, what, like, what's the, how many people live in, like, Montana? Yeah. Or, like, Idaho? It's probably, it's probably less than Rhode Island. But Rhode Island's cool because it just offers so many different aspects of life because you have the beach town during the summer. Yep. And you have down in Newport and Narragansett uh, and, you know, very beach town vibe and laid back. And then you also have Providence, which is like a small Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also have very suburban areas. And then, you know, you're an hour south of Boston and you're three hours north of New York. So, you know, you can easily get there uh, for a day trip. So it's a really great location. Yeah. And I don't... Plus you're a Boston sports fan. So, like, you get to root <laughs> for the best teams in all professional sports. <laughs> Just put that out there for sure. For sure. Does they your family still live have there? the coolest logos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My entire family lives in Rhode Island. My extended family... It's as Ashley has realized, it's uh, <laughs> it's very, you know, a lot of people just, you know, they're born in Rhode Island, they're raised in Rhode Island, they die in Rhode Island. It's, sounds it's, like, it's, it's, it honestly I, sounds I like Michigan, kind of. Yeah. No, and, and I don't argue that for being such a small place, probably the per capita, you know, mm-hmm. per the amount of space you actually have is higher than, you know, a lot of states out there, especially in like the center parts of the U.S. 
So I just got this really comfortable bra and Third Love is where I've gotten bras from before and I love them because they have a Fit Finder quiz. You just answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Um, it's actually kind of fun and it takes less than a minute to complete. And breast shape matters and that's something that a lot of bras, I don't think any other company I've ever been asked about that. So that helps find the perfect size for you. Also, you have 60 days to wear it and wash it and then put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it and they'll wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Yeah, They've uh, donated $15 million in bras, which is amazing. Returns returns and exchanges are free. Um, They have fit stylists that are available to help via chat or email. And it's so comfortable. It's like hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own. And that's what I am into these days is comfort. Your straps won't slip. Um, There's tagless labels, no itching. And like Vic said, they give back, which is amazing. So if you're interested in finding the perfect bra, right now they are offering our listeners 15% off for our first, your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash COCO now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash COCO for 15% off today. But yeah, and so Ashley, what, what for you, where, where are you originally from? I am originally from Northern Virginia, um, so right outside DC. Okay, okay. And did you live there your whole life, or did you, or did you move from there, like when you were going um, to college, or? Well, I mean, I was born in New Jersey. I lived outside Mass- um, Boston with my parents when my dad was in medical school, and then since kindergarten through college, Virginia, and then I went to Syracuse for grad school and then i lived in new jersey for a year and a half before the bachelor got you in the midst of the bachelor yeah okay and then when did you guys decide were you both living in california and then like oh we're gonna live together or was it like a mutual decision be like all right we should go and live there together um well no i was living here for two year two and a half years by the time that jared moved here Mm -hmm. and jared moved here for like his own sake apparent you know supposedly (laughs) (laughs) um and then he ended up we ended up like well he was open about his feelings about three months into his move here Mm -hmm. and then we ended up being together like two months after that so and we moved in nine months after jared had been in la so like he basically jared moved here it didn't really like it, but knew he had to stay for me. Mm. <laughs> and that's still where we are today. He's still- Except for Jared's actually like kind of like the past couple of months, he's been actually the the least complainy he's ever been about LA. He's like wow. kind of figuring out his own drive here. Okay. And so, okay. So Ashley, you can go ahead and cover your ears. All right. So Jared, so you really went over there for her and then just kind of like bumped on, oh, oh, you're living. I had no idea. Well, to be fair, no. So so my buddy, Nick, who was also on the show, he was living in LA and, and he's like, bro, you should just move out here with me you can come crash with me you've never lived outside of rhode island Mm -hmm. just give it a try and if you don't like it you can move back and he was being a good friend but i also think he was just looking for someone to live with because he was lonely (laughs) (laughs) so i moved out here for like a month month and a half and this was in november so i went back in december for christmas didn't really like it but at that time this was when ashley was potentially dating someone else. Potentially. Uh, 
it was it was obviously rumored because it was winter games so i didn't know what was going on if she was with someone if she wasn't with someone uh-huh. so i knew that in order to prove myself to her i needed to be in los angeles and then once we started dating uh you know we came to the conclusion that we'd be out here for a while and then uh with aspirations to move back east okay so the long-term goal is to go back to the east coast yes, yes. Oh, nice. is it <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. There's somebody working outside, and they keep walking by the door, and oh. that's when they freaking You have, it. let me explain to you, we have two little rats, uh, dogs, we have two little dogs. They're cute. <laughs> and anytime anybody walks by outside mm-hmm. or anything, it is pandemonium in this house. Okay, so, so trust me, nobody understands well. more. Yes, exactly. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> and so are you guys planning like a middle ground, right? So like Virginia to Rhode Island, like somewhere in between or closer to somebody's uh, or is that like a touchy topic for later (laughs) no it's not touchy i like rhode island a lot i'm down to move to rhode island it's an hour flight from my parents in virginia it's an eight-hour drive if we felt like driving Mm -hmm. um it's a three-hour drive to my grandma's but my grandma is 96 and a half (laughs) yeah um i i'm fine we're gonna move to rhode island and that is cool with me Nice. That is cool with me. Yeah. <laughs> I had no desire to like move back to Virginia. Like I, I feel very warm and cozy in Rhode Island and my parents totally understand that. And I know that Jared wouldn't be happy mm-hmm. if he wasn't like, say we moved to a middle ground, like say we moved to a new, the New York area. Mm-hmm. I know that he'd still be like, but I miss my friends and my family. Yeah. It's like, so I don't want to hear the complaints. We'll just go there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes compromising is like, okay, then neither are happy you know or just like making that whole move that's what i think would happen yeah and you're you're cool with it and you said it's cozy i like really am close to my family too so that's kind of why vic made the move to michigan yeah i had absolutely no choice but (laughs) but um it is cozy to me too and it's like my safe place and if you put me in i love la and New York can be fun for a couple of days, but I'm always like ready to go yeah, back New to York's Michigan. Yeah, New York's fun for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. And New York is like good for two nights for me. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that in Rhode Island, we're so drivable there. The yeah. train is so short. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm so close to my family too. Mm-hmm. But I like FaceTime them every single day. Yeah. And Jared's not like the FaceTiming type. In order to feel close to his family like he can go like a week without talking to his parents okay but then like and then sits in a room and he's like quiet with them and i'm like okay um how do you need to be like his love language is just like being close to them he doesn't like need to be in constant vocal contact i I think that that's um me too and victor you're good at facetiming your family yeah. You FaceTime them a lot. I do. Well, because I'm not I a FaceTimer at all. Like okay. if I see a FaceTime, I hit decline so quick. <laughs> let me. Okay. But okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me put this in some context, right? <laughs> Nicole doesn't FaceTime her family because her family lives within a mile of us. Half less, a mile. Yeah. Like half <laughs> yeah. a mile from us. So there is really no point because she sees them yeah, literally every I, day. Maybe I would otherwise. Yes. So for me, it's like, oh, like I'll call them, you know, but then it's nice to FaceTime them and I FaceTime pretty much much everybody i know because i don't see them but maybe a couple times or my friends maybe once or less than once a year you know either way it's good to find someone that's cool with moving where your family is because that sometimes it can break relationships where they both want to stay put and what do you do yeah yeah our friends joe and kendall basically just broke up 
bachelor couple broke <laughs> yeah, up I recently because that. of that. Then they're just like they seem that's like the only reason. So freaking like good together. I mean, I know sad. it's really unfortunate. But yeah. I put it in my vows that I would move to wherever Jared wanted to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, the wedding. How was everything? We're getting married in October. Like, what is some wedding advice? Wait, Do you have any? And before you start that, <laughs> I will say that I started watching that YouTube, uh, the, the People TV mm-hmm. video that they put together of your wedding, and it looked amazing. I mean, yeah. the oh, venue and the driving in, the antique car, and how they had everything. I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, ours is a royal wedding, but that but looked like a royal. That, it's, it's, not not that, that royal. <laughs> it's not that royal. Yeah, you guys were like in Buckingham Palace, and, and We'll be just like in a nice little, you know, smaller venue. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nicole, yeah, go ahead. Take that away with with, with uh, the questions about that. Yeah, I was just curious what you think, um, like ad- best advice you can give us. After For going, the wedding? Yeah, like after going through all of it and like kind of people's opinions and was the day, everything. Tips and tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the biggest advice I could give you is to personalize it as much as you want. I find that um, a lot of couples after their wedding, if they spend money on it, regret mm-hmm. it because they, they'll they say they wanted a smaller wedding and they could have used that money towards a house or something more, uh, you know, that long lasting. Yeah. But Ashley and I have, we've talked about our wedding a lot because we've loved, it was both our favorite day ever. Mm-hmm. And um, we we wouldn't change a thing. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the reason why we wouldn't change anything is because we worked so hard on it prior to the wedding. We really put a lot of effort and love and passion into it mm-hmm. uh, with every detail and, and um, every, uh, you know, every location and uh, every, uh, just everything, everything within the wedding from the music to the venue to uh, the people coming uh, to the location um, to the speeches, uh, everything and anything. We really had our, full fingerprints on and to see all of that work come to fruition Mm -hmm. and to experience it uh and to be the center of attention of it um and to see other people experience it through their eyes was um a uh feeling i certainly will never forget and uh and so I, i that would be my biggest advice would be don't be afraid to um tell people what you want for your wedding because at the end of the day it's it's your day and it's no one else's and 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 you know we love our guests and our family and everybody that came and so grateful but you know we didn't we didn't go table to table to thank everybody um because we knew we had a very limited time uh Mm -hmm. at our own wedding and so we wanted to make sure that we soaked in every second of it yeah like he went over to his side for like 20 minutes i went over to my side for like 20 minutes but there are people at our wedding that I never met. <laughs> and I really don't even care. <laughs> how many people? And then, like, I always use this as an example of how nitpicky and how personalized we made everything. Mm-hmm. So we had, well, okay, this is ridiculous. We had like multiple music acts, but <laughs> that's awesome. 
but throughout the four hour cocktail party and reception, we handpicked every single song that was played. Oh wow. Yeah. By everyone. I I and you know what, Nicole and I talked about that and that's definitely something I want to do because what better than every song that plays, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah you know, and it, it just triggers you in exactly. a way. Mm-hmm. And, and exactly. And and yeah, cause I hate that. I hate when, when you're at a wedding and then it's like you get that one song you're well, all excited. We have like a do not playlist for sure where we're like absolutely never play the song but i didn't think about like picking each like picking songs which could could be a good idea i I think i think it took me like three hours going through my itunes library Mm -hmm. to just like pull these songs that i imagined throughout my whole life that would be played at my wedding and it was like one of the most worthy uses of my time yeah yeah yeah. music is very important at weddings the dance floor is very important music is very important me day in day out because i play music while i do everything yeah but i mean i just love i just want to have a dance floor that's just like popping yes yes (laughs) well i also think it just sets the tone for the entire wedding Mm -hmm. for example we went to a wedding where they had a band and as soon as we sat down for dinner the band started playing but they started playing They were very loud and they started playing all this pop music and, mm-hmm. and very energetic, but it really just... The nuts at the top. Bad, bad no, timing, it, bad timing. <laughs> yeah, because everybody was sitting down and trying to talk and eat. Mm-hmm. And so I think from going to other weddings, we realized that what we did, we, we got lucky. We Like I said, we, we really put our full effort into this thing. So during dinner, we were able to get this local uh, three-piece string orte- uh, mm-hmm. uh, quartet. quartet. Uh, or, well, there were a quartet. There's four of them. Four of them, excuse me, yeah. So there's a string quartet that played movie themes during oh, our, our that movie. is so cool. That is cool. During the, the dinner portion. Movies. Yeah, so we had like, you know, she had a song from Titanic, we had the uh Pearl Harbor theme, which is fantastic. Oh, and we yeah. had the love theme from Superman and we made it very personal. And so we had the Braveheart theme playing and so it really was just like a very elegant time during dinner and then and then <clears throat> the speeches came on and then after the speeches the band went on. And the band was on for about 45 minutes. And luckily, it was the Jordan Con Orchestra Band. And they were awesome. Because when we first... Con- it was it was weird how we contacted them. But when we first got in talks with them, we uh, asked if they could play particular songs for us because yeah. we didn't want just any songs played. And so we were like, hey, listen, we totally understand if this is too much and we're asking too much. But these are the songs that we want played. And if you can't do it, don't worry about it. And they're like, no, we can play. Those are totally fine. I don't know if I said don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. no. Well, Don't worry about it in terms of... We won't hire you. you, Yeah, we'll go our separate (laughs) ways. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. And they were like, no, it's fine. So they played all Disney songs. They played... You know, can you feel the love tonight? And oh, uh, that's awesome! Beauty and the Beast a and a, la- world, a whole new world. And the stars born. yeah, they played Shallow and, and they played so many songs for us. And keep, then keep saying had- them. Uh, get give me a pen, <laughs> Nicole. I got I got an idea, babe. Yeah. I, I got I an idea. Your whole playlist. While di- <laughs> while, then, while uh, we're at dinner, and then the last forty five minutes, we had our our uh, uh, her sister's boyfriend DJ. Okay. Uh, Cool. And uh, he and played. Was it was awesome because obviously he played all the songs that we wanted to play, mm-hmm. and so we played like New Kids on the Block and The Greatest Showman, and mm-hmm. and uh, it, all up. it was really just a great cool. mix. And what's cool about that too is you, you also make their job easier, 
right? Yeah. They they can't be mad. Like you can't be mad at them when you gave them the playlist, right? <laughs> like yeah, I, I don't know if we made it easier though, because <laughs> if they didn't know the songs, they probably had to learn how to play them. <laughs> right, it's probably not a big deal. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The DJ part's not a big yeah, deal. The DJ, every, the, that's the other you, one. Yeah. yeah. No, well, but, it sounds like Jared, you are super involved in this. Like Victor's not involved at all. So what do I don't get it? Jared, 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 <laughs> Jared. I I I I have no words right now. <laughs> Because when we get off this call, I'm gonna have to hear this. But uh, I mean, I don't mind making most of the decisions, but then if something goes wrong, it's my, I feel like it's my the, fault. It's not your fault, and <laughs> and I wish I wish I was more involved. But just sometimes I find myself like too caught up with the stuff that I'm doing outside of that. And then mm-hmm. when I get here, it's like, all right, can we just relax and hang out? And it's like, no, we got other stuff to do. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. So I don't know. I'm telling you, the day of though, you won't regret it. Yeah, and you know what? When you really think about it, you only plan a wedding once, mm-hmm. and I don't, I had fun with it. I had a lot of fun. Pla- I had a lot of fun being a part of the wedding I planning mean, I process. Was also, like a wedding planner that made a lot of the logistics easy. Yeah. yeah. So we were really in charge of a lot of the creative, like coming up with ideas that we wanted to implement, like the little touches. So the fun and then stuff. he would like go and mm-hmm. book them. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. always. Oh. See, yeah, I the, could the do communication that. part is the hardest part. We have a wedding planner also, and, and I do notice a drastic difference to where it's easier and now it's more, it's like the funner decisions I get to choose and or like do, but now, I don't know, with them, without the wedding planner, it was way too much. I waited a whole year before I even thought about planning the wedding because I was so overwhelmed and I had... Everyone's opinions coming at me, everyone what they expected it to be, and mm-hmm. it was too much. So um, we are having fun with what what we are planning, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we are. We need we to are. take it up a notch now. So <laughs> <laughs> as, as time gets closer, yeah, definitely uh, gets things going. Um, we always say that our wedding plan, like we came up with the dreams and our wedding planner made them reality. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. That's well, yeah, awesome. Getting, I highly recommend getting a wedding planner at first i thought oh i can just do it myself and save money it's worth it it's so worth it yeah it really is worth it and so for you guys so what's life for you guys right now in in california what do you guys got going on uh we're doing a lot of freelance work we're hosting about the bachelor for a living it's pretty cool (laughs) yeah so you guys kind of do i feel like a lot are you involved with this is mine and vic's first season watching okay we'll admit that yeah this is the first season we're watching because we have a podcast we're like we nicole really wants to watch and then she forces me to watch (laughs) and then when i watch i'm into it kind of like i didn't think i could get into it but i'm into it but um, where was I going with that? I just felt like being a podcast person, host, whatever I am, I watch like need to watch all those shows, right? So that way, if my audience wants to hear people from The Bachelor, I know a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah, you got to stay up to date with pop culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you guys do like, what do you do with The Bachelor and Bachelorette? Like, how do you continue? Do you guys have, like, you have a podcast or... I have two podcasts. I have okay. one um, with all with um, iHeartRadio. It's called Almost Famous. It's exclusively about The Bachelor. Okay. I also write for Cosmopolitan about it. Oh, okay. And I am Access Access Hollywood's Bachelor guest correspondent. Oh, and then cool. I have another podcast called um, I Don't Get It, and that is about like millennial girl lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that is on, I believe, your. Same wave network. Oh yeah, oh. cool. So you got a lot going on. Holy crap! You say. must podcast like every single day. 
Uh, most like three days a week. Okay. Yeah, that that's 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 quite a that's quite a thing. Talk about doors opening. <laughs> that's awesome. Quite quite lovely. <laughs> and, and then I host uh, uh, Help I Suck at Dating, which is an iHeartRadio podcast. Mm-hmm. I co-host with a fellow Bachelor alum, Dean Unglert, uh, and then I host for a sports app called Hoffer, and I also run social for it. And that's very fun. It's a sports prediction app. Where you can win money, so that's it's very it's like HQ but for sports. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean a lot of and then you know Ashley and I just are constantly staying busy uh, with different partnerships hosting and events. hosting and and um, it's uh, it's 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 a good lifestyle. We're very lucky. Yeah. Like tonight, we are hosting the Bachelor finale at the Chinese Theater. It's cool. It's a special oh, last party. Wow. Really cool. yeah. yeah. Opportunities like that, once in a lifetime. That's and it's amazing. It's fun. It's something you guys experience together, and it's it's not really work at all, really. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a little bit of work, but it's not it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not so bad. Well, we'll never complain about it. Well, I'm happy for you guys, and mm-hmm. and I really Thanks, appreciate you, uh, appreciate you guys coming on the show. Hopefully, like us. Us. you guys want babies soon so hopefully we'll see some pretty babies uh on <laughs> on on your social feeds uh <laughs> yeah, yeah that, thank you guys so you much know. for joining us we really appreciate oh, of course, it no. thank you for having us we really thank appreciate you so it so much you bye guys, guys. Bye-bye. bye we really hope you enjoyed that and now this is where i like to now. give nicole a little brain teaser twister whatever you want to call it yeah whatever you want to call it okay so spanish word of the day the Spanish word of the day is contento. Contagious. No, I like where your head's at, but no. <laughs> contento. Contestant. It's it's not. It has nothing to do with a word that starts with C. Oh, let's okay. just start. Okay, let's okay, just start okay. there. Um, it's a very positive thing. Okay. Very positive thing. Contento. Contagious smile. Okay. Remember, it doesn't start with C. It's happy. Happy. Contagious smile. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Nicole. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a curveball. Are you oh, ready? Oh, jeez. I got a riddle for you. Great. Okay. A taxi cab driver is going the wrong way on a one-way street. Okay. Cops see him and they do nothing. Why? I'll repeat it one Cops more time. Cops see them and they do nothing because they'd cab, have to turn around and go the wrong way as a well. A taxi cab driver is going the wrong way on a one-way street. The cops see him, police see him, and they do nothing. Why? And no, because cops can, you know, basically break traffic laws to stop somebody from breaking the law. Because it's I mean? a cop doing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? He was walking. He's a taxi cab driver. I didn't say he was driving. That's such a dumb riddle. Taxi cab driver is going the wrong way on a one-way street. He's walking. That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that one like when I was in, I don't know, I was like in middle school or something. I was like thinking it was a cop pulling someone over. (laughs) And they're like, well, I'm not going to go pull a cop over that's pulling someone else over. Okay. That was a weird riddle. It's good though. It makes you think a little bit. Yeah, I just, I'm biased because I didn't get it, so I don't like it. It's almost like, have you ever heard the one with the plane? If the plane crashes, so some about survivors. Yeah, where do you bury the survivors? There was no survivors. So a plane is traveling from Canada to the U.S. Right, Mm -hmm. and it crashes on the border. Mm -hmm. So now, where do you bury the survivors? 
Yeah, I remember the answer was like there was no survivors. Was the answer? It went into the water. No. Where do you? Oh, survivors don't get buried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so awesome! Oh, shit. oh I love that. That was great. <laughs> I am so happy I caught that. Oh, that's so being buried as a survivor is my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. What is the weird or normal for today? Weird or, or normal. normal is you are wearing socks to bed. Is so weird. Um. I would suffocate. So I have mixed feelings about that because I go to bed with socks on. You're not the person I want to discuss this with next. And no, 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 no. no. I, I go with them with socks on and then I take them off after. Sleeping with socks on. Sleeping with socks on. Yeah, that's a little weird. Depending on the circumstance though, because if it's really cold, one of the first things that gets cold obviously is your feet and your hands, oh, right? Victor, so then I would cover Victor. my feet if they're really cold. Yeah, this is a popular one because a lot of people think that it's weird when people do it. So this was something that came up a lot in the past week for suggestions. And I just cannot sleep with socks on. Don't get me wrong. I love my fluffy socks. Okay, Nicole, but you can't do anything with socks on. You can't walk around the house with socks on. You can't go outside with socks on. You can't do anything with socks on unless you're doing something with clothes. Barefoot. Even even your whatever, your Sperry's or whatever. I mean, I guess nobody wears socks with Sperry's. I mean, and your shoes stink. You have stinky shoes. No, I don't. You have stinky, sweaty feet. I don't have stinky shoes. Okay. She has stinky, sweaty feet. No. Um, But yeah, so Nicole barely ever, ever wears socks. I I don't even think you wear socks with boots. I used to not be able to sleep in pants either. I cannot sleep in tight leggings or tight pants. No, I I, I normally I just like wear shorts. Yeah, I wear shorts. But now the- I like comfy pants. Mm-hmm. Like I lotion my legs up and I put on a nice pair of comfy pants and I can sleep. But before that was an issue. Yeah, my problem is sometimes I'll wear like, uh, I'll wear underwear that I'll wear to be out and about, right? Um, oh, not my great. compression shorts, but I'll wear the underwear that I wear to just be outside. But I can't sleep in underwear, so I wear shorts with no underwear. You oh, know what I mean? Oh my gosh, TMI, 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 TMI. What? I, that's very normal. That's oh, very normal. Oh my gosh, TMI, TMI, TMI. How is that TMI? <laughs> that doesn't joking. even make any sense. I'm joking. But anyway, <laughs> going to sleep with socks is weird, I think, because I take them off. You know, I go to bed maybe with socks and I take them off. Yeah. Whoever does that, that's, that's hard to do. <laughs> Props to you. I think it's the claustrophobia of something tight on my feet. I will even like throw a leg over a cover and just have a bare leg out. Well, and you know, I think it's crazy. You know how some people have like really dry hands, really dry feet, mm-hmm. and they like put like lotion on their feet and then they wrap it in like saran wrap or something and just leave it overnight. Ooh. You did that before with that foot um, detox thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Victor went on this weird, 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 weird binge thing where he wanted for his birthday all these things for his feet, okay? Okay, no, I wanted... what are that? What's that called when you uh, there, get a thing like a bunnacle or something? Uh, no. Okay. So <laughs> I was reading, and as you get older, you're more likely to develop a bunion 
oh, on yeah. your foot, right? Because the pressure of the shoes slowly like push your toes together and you develop a bunion. And so then I told Nicole, and it's also a stress reliever to have like these toe <laughs> spreaders, right? So I got them toe spreaders. And I got toe spreaders. And, and Nicole can talk all the crap she wants, but when I started wearing these toe spreaders and she tried it, <laughs> she's like, oh, I want to try that. And then she would wear my toe spreaders. He would put them in my toes and they would hurt. You would. You asked me to put them there for no, you. No, you, well, you made me. Nicole, We're not you getting told into me. This. We are getting into this no, because you're making me not... sound like a weirdo that's making you wear toe spreaders. <laughs> he didn't make me wear toe spreaders. Anyway, if you, if you guys have never tried toe spreaders, it's very relaxing. It's a stress relief oh on your God. feet that have been pressed into shoes well, all just, day. Okay, the size of your foot is four times the size of my foot. We should not be having the same ty- size toe spreaders. I gave you the smaller ones. It came with two sets of toe spreaders see he made me he even remembers which ones he had to give me oh my yeah because also, you asked me for them also he made me get him this thing where you put it on the bottom of your foot and you sleep on it and like all the detox comes out of your foot oh that was a waste of money which that's like I don't a really fishing think it's scam true because i think it would turn bl- it turns like black it to turns make you like color, disgusted yeah. like oh that all came from my feet but I don't really think it came from his feet. No, and if, and if there is one good one out there that does that, the one that we got was not it. It just, it sucked. I mean, it didn't stick to my foot. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure there are great ones out there. I'm I don't know. It was just well, it, it wasn't was just the $4 weird. one off Amazon. So. Have you seen the one where you put your foot in like some liquid and then yeah. that pulls out all the toxins from you or yeah, whatever? Like that, and then it turns that like, kind of has to be kind of true. It turns like a tea color. It's like all brown. How else would it turn that color? I don't know what they put into the water, but yeah, that looks gross too. Yeah, that's disgusting. But our feet do carry a lot of stuff. Our but... feet sweat the most on our body. Did you know that? Oh. Our feet sweat the most on our entire body. It's our feet. Hmm. That's interessante. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so now we are going to read reviews. Reviews! Because you guys are the driving force behind everything we do. And so Nicole is going to take it away with her review. Go ahead, baby. Here I go. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from Nikki Linton. The best. Five stars. Absolutely love listening to this podcast. I've been a fan of Nicole since BB16. And I love that through everything, she remains the same quirky Midwest small town girl we met in the beginning. I love that they cover all topics in life, not just reality TV. And I love the playful nature between Nick and Vic and wish them all the happiness in the world. Aw, thank you. That was sweet. That was very sweet. All right, here we go. This one's called OMG. Love you both so much, <laughs> exclamation point, five stars. Oh, wait, and it, and Victor, you are the best, better than Nicole in every way ever. Wow. That's, very, that's that. very nice of them. <laughs> very true. I have never laughed so hard than I did today over poo. Oh, gosh, <laughs> yeah. You two are great together. I listen to several podcasts every week, and I can't wait for yours every week. It is my favorite. I was listening at work, and when I started laughing, I was laughing so hard my coworker was giving me such strange looks. That's awesome. <laughs> I had to pause the podcast so I could explain weird or normal to him. Oh, gosh. First of all, I relate to the egg weird or normal thing. I right now put the shells back in the carton because where I live, the trash is too far away in the kitchen. Mm. Okay, I could see that. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. I used to put them in the disposer, but my fiance said it clogs up the sink. Yeah, I would not put them. (laughs) I would lose it if Nicole did that. (laughs) 
So I changed. The poop thing I agree with you both on. <laughs> if it's clean, just get in the shower. <laughs> Otherwise, clean up first. <laughs> anyway, keep up doing what That's you awesome. do. And I love the birds in the background while Nicole was in Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That was fun. Well, that thank- was a fun episode. Honestly, I feel like maybe you should call me from now on from like another room because... <laughs> It, I don't have to like sit here and you're staring ha- at me with your beady eyes yeah, and all the pressure. I don't have and everything. to look at your face and, <laughs> and uh, in your face or just look at your face, you know. <laughs> but anyways, thank you guys so so much. Uh, don't forget to please rate, review, and subscribe. The easiest way is on Apple Podcasts, a little purple app on your iPhone. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts: Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You can always listen at www.cococalientepodcast.com, and you can also check out our merchandise there. Please don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram and at Coco Caliente pod on twitter thank you guys subscribe to our emails thank you let's jump into peppa's world of play look for spring flowers hunt for muddy puddles and bravely explore exciting places with peppa play sets peppa pig inspiring kid confidence